Welcome to the Connected Leadership Podcast. I'm Daryl Black, author of the 1-100 Leadership Solution, How to Be the Leader You Would Want. I'm a leadership coach, facilitator, dad to an amazing son, and all-around nice guy. At least I think so. I think we're as connected a society as we've ever been, yet we're more disconnected than ever. I want to change that. My purpose and passion is to help you learn to connect so you can be a better leader, a better parent, a better partner. This episode is part of my weekly 10-minute Tuesday series where I present a particular topic that will help you to connect with others and then lead. Connected leadership, it matters. Remember to subscribe and thanks for listening. Okay, let's do this. So, first and foremost, the time for leader-centric leadership you know where it's my way or the highway and it's all about me and if I want your opinion I'll give it to you those days are gone well, at least they're starting to go away the problems that we have are far more complex a lot of variables at play and I think we really need to recognize that the time has come and gone for that strong leader centric style of leadership and so we need to replace that style and that methodology with something else And that something else is a leadership climate that really nurtures personal connection and really allows the leader to connect with the team as individuals and really decide what is it that the team needs and as a leader support that team. It's not the other way around. The the team doesn't support the leader. As a leader, I support the team. Really, really important. So the conversation has to start with self-awareness. And self-awareness is something that I know as a young leader, I certainly didn't have. It was really all about me. And I was just concerned with finishing the mission, finishing the job. uh, And the team's job was to do that. Well, I really needed to recognize what I was doing to influence and impact the team. And it's sometimes a hard conversation with yourself to have because we often see ourselves through rose-colored glasses or that sort of thing. Maybe we don't look objectively at ourselves because let's face it, it's not something that we necessarily do regularly. Um, So effective leadership really hinges on the ability to reflect on your behavior The words you speak, how you communicate, how you conduct yourself amongst your team, really, really important. So I'm going to talk about the, what I call the four pillars of uh, personal leadership. It starts with the need to be vulnerable. Now, vulnerability is essentially my ability to tell the team that I don't have all the answers, that I'm not perfect that, you know what, maybe I'm actually feeling a little bit stressed myself and I'm feeling some emotions and why vulnerability is so important is because ironically, if I show vulnerability to the team, they actually will trust me more. As human beings, we're actually wired to help each other. We really, really are. But now under stress, during crisis, during problems and and, and, uh, difficult times, we tend to withdraw and think about ourselves. And that's how we've evolved over the years, over many, many, many years. 
So vulnerability, just the act of asking for help is really, really important because then that builds the connection and reduces that us versus them mentality that the team is here and the leader's there and, and there's a big barrier between them. No, no, that's not what I'm suggesting to you works. What works is the ability to connect and build trust with your team. And one of the ways that you can do that is by expressing vulnerability. Now, I'm not saying to stand in front of people and uh, you know cry your eyes out or say, I'm out, I'm out, I'm out. I have no idea how this works. We're kind of screwed, we're dead, it's over. No, I'm not asking you to do that at all. Like so many leadership concepts, everything's a balance, every situation is different, and what's really important is the context by which we show things like vulnerability. But I would suggest to you, try that, ask for help. Say that you're feeling a little bit stressed out. Here's another one. Say that you don't have all the answers, but together we'll figure this out. So vulnerability is one of those personal pillars. Another personal pillar is empathy. And empathy is the ability to recognize somebody else's perspective. And I know personally, I always got confused between sympathy and, and empathy. Well, empathy is again, another one of the tools that we can use to build a connection with our team. And it's really important because the team is what we're supporting as leaders. It's not the other way around. So if I get out of my own head, I get out of what I need. If I get out of, you know, the me looking good or me looking bad as a leader and get into the shoes of our team, the individuals on our team, we're going to build a connection and that will in turn build trust. And that team member will really become uh, loyal and will really be on board and supportive of not just yourself, but the entire team and what we're trying to achieve. The third pillar, so in addition to vulnerability and empathy, is compassion. Compassion is so, so important. And I'm not going to, going to get into a long diatribe about, about what is uh, compassion and, or in terms of, you know, maybe we're lacking it in the world and so on. But it's really important to recognize compassion being another pillar to build a connection with our team between ourselves and our team. Maybe that compassion is really, you know, being kind to your team. They're doing the best they can. They really, really are. N nobody, not a lot of people wake up in the morning and say, you know what? Oh, today I'm going to go into work. I'm going to go into the emergency operations center. I'm going to go into X location and I'm going to try to screw it up as much as possible. I'm going to be obtuse. I'm going to be arrogant. I am going to be irritable. I'm not going to listen to anybody. I won't care. Really, most people show up at work in their environment and they really want to help. It's your job as a leader to recognize that they're doing the best they can and you need to support them. So show compassion, uh, recognize the challenges that they're facing. They're probably feeling stressed out. They're in an environment that they're not used to being in perhaps. They're doing a job that they're not used to doing. Be compassionate, be kind for them. Compassion also is important for ourselves, to show it for ourselves. 
nobody's perfect. You know, I've been doing this for, for many, many years in a lot of very tense uh, situations, high stakes, high profile, natural disasters, corporate strikes, you know, those sorts of things. You know what? I didn't have all the answers. In fact, I made some decisions that in retrospect, I probably wouldn't, wouldn't have made again or won't make again. But at the end of the day, I'm doing the best I can. And you as a leader, you as a parent, you as a coworker, you're also doing the best you can. So give yourself a bit of a pass on that. Be compassionate. So we've talked about vulnerability, empathy, compassion. The fourth pillar is personal stress management. And stress has been around for, well, roughly since humanity. And stress has really served us well uh, throughout human uh, evolution. We've needed stress because it gave us a lot of advantages when we're confronted with, say, the saber-toothed tiger. And stress is a, is a physical reaction. You know, uh, adrenaline gets uh, dumped into our system. It gives us, um, you know, the ability to fight or flight. You know, that cliche or, or that uh, um, concept. And it was important for us because when we were faced with a threat, we actually physically didn't have a lot of advantages against our predator, against the foe. So that could be the fact that uh, the opposing thumbs, hey, saber-toothed tiger, opposing thumbs, no, no, not buying it. Okay, perfect. What about the wheel? I invented this cool wheel. No, that is not how we have survived all of these years. Now, we don't have saber-toothed tigers anymore. I get that. Uh, and a lot of times we're not even in physical danger. We're in an office environment and apart from the odd paper cut that maybe is going to sever an artery. Yeah, that's all I got. Uh, you know, physically we're, we're actually taken care of. So why do we still have stress? Well, stress is a response to some sort of a threat. And that threat doesn't just have to be physical. It can be psychological. So it can be not having enough information to make a decision. It can be putting into being put into a role that you're not used to uh, being put into. It's working with people that you don't know. It's not knowing where you fit in. That causes stress uh, for people. So recognize that and in the concept or in the uh, purview of the four pillars, recognize it in yourself. It has dire, dire consequences if we don't recognize and mitigate our own stress levels. One of the impacts from a leadership perspective is it causes us to really be withdrawn and think about ourselves. Our so we may have just lost a bit of the connection there, so I apologize. So we were just talking about um, stress management and personal stress and its impact on us as a leader. So it's really, really important because it can cause us to be withdrawn and just think about ourselves. And as a result, I'm not thinking about my team, the team that I'm supposed to support. I won't be vulnerable. I won't be empathetic. I will not be compassionate. My stress levels will be too high. It'll be all about me. So that is going to drive a wedge between us as leaders and the team. And there's going to be a trust issue around that. So be very aware. So those four pillars, vulnerability, empathy, compassion, and last but certainly not least, personal stress management.